The Ohio Harness Horsemen's Association presents Top of the Stretch, a podcast that looks at harness racing in the Buckeye State. Today on Top of the Stretch, we're talking with the trainer of the two-year-old Colt Trotter of the Year in the Buckeye State, Virgil Morgan. Street Gossip gets the award this year for two-year-old Colt Trotter of the Year. What turned you on about Street Gossip? I saw him race, I think it was his second start at Northfield Park. He finished third in the Sire Stakes, and uh, he actually he came first over and made a really good move, and it just caught my eye and impressed me. And uh, I, I talked to uh, uh, Steve Finkelstein and uh, Carl Howard, and uh, we made him an offer and uh, purchased him after that first Sire Stakes race. And then uh, the season started. Won a couple Ohio Sire Stake uh, races, was second in the $300,000 final, and capped off the year with the Ohio Breeders' Crown um, Championship at Delaware. Have you had him turned out lately, or is he back training, or what's his status now? Uh, he just came in. Uh, so all mine go to uh, Eli Miller's Spring Run Farm and, tur- and turned out after uh, uh, he was turned out after Delaware. And uh, um, he just came back in, so he had a nice break. Looks great and uh, ready to start the three-year-old campaign. Has he changed much from his two-year-old to his three-year-old season at the present? Uh, not really. He's always been a, a a really good gated horse. Last year, I didn't even have an overcheck on him to race, uh, and he just wore a set of shin boots. Um, so he, he's really good that way. A um, little ornery in the barn area, for sure. Uh, but, uh, you know, he was just ultra consistent last year, uh, finishing second, barely beaten in the final. His first start for us, he was real good when he won the Sire Stakes. But uh, I think uh, he was just ultra consistent the whole year. What's his number one feature that uh, makes him so good? Probably tactical. Uh, Brett did a good job with him gate speed wise, uh, but he'll come right back to you. You know, a lot of young horses, if you stir them up, they might get a little hot. Um, and, and he was maybe hot in a feel-good way, but he could leave a quarter and 27 and change. I think he left a couple times, but would come right back to you and get to the half in 57 or 58 if you wanted to. So I would think his versatility is his, his strong point. Marianne, two-year-old Philly Trotter in the Buckeye State, and again from the Burke Stable with driver Chris Page. Marianne has had... Uh, Trouble with brakes occasionally. Is that a problem with uh, this filly? Um, no, I wouldn't say it's a problem. Uh, two-year-old trotter, trotting fillies, you know, they, they do get, you know, she's a little bit fired up, a, a little bit, you know, got that good disposition, that grit to her. And, she and you know, she did make a couple mistakes, but, uh, you know, I wouldn't look at that as far as uh, a negative. I would just look at that as just a learning experience. Yeah, I know she did run at Delaware, uh that day just we just you know it just wasn't our day that day but uh all around she had a a great year it seems like on that uh, day at delaware a lot of the trotters were having trouble yeah you know um the track's very good come jug day you know but um coon he has a thing he does you know early in the week it's a little bit loose and then each day tightens it up tightens it up tightens it up and i i forget what day she raced i think she raced she raced earlier in the week so i just don't know if she was getting a hold of the track but i'm not making excuses because uh she, like i said again she had a great year that great year uh she wasn't a triple crown winner or anything but she did kind of dominate her category 
Yeah, you know, um, what I really liked about the filly was the look. She had the look about her. She had the size. She had the good gait. And she definitely was a little bit headstrong. Um, I think I did my job as a driver keeping her managed that way where, she, you know, things were kind of my, my idea on the track. But she had that grit about her that you want in a filly. You were in control rather than her? Yeah, things were my idea on the racetrack as opposed to her. So um, really looking forward to her coming back. You know, she got turned out early. Um, hopefully, uh, you know, she's matured mentally. The brakes shouldn't be an issue this year. And, and like I said, she only run a couple times. I mean, you know, you, you see a lot of two-year-old trotting fillies. You show me one that hasn't run a time or two and whatever, but I don't think that's going to be a problem next year or this year. With us today on Top of the Stretch, the gentleman whose wife, Joyce McClellan, Dick McClellan with us today, one of the three owners on Ohio's three-year-old Trotter of the Year, Action Uncle. I got a feel that after his two-year-old season, world record at Delaware, and what he did in his three-year-old campaign brought a lot of thrills to you and the other owners. That's right, uh, Roger. When Virgil called me in the fall of 2019 and said that the owners of Action Uncle didn't necessarily want to stay in the racing business and this horse might be for sale, it really surprised me that they might be wanting to sell something like that. So with our new owners, Carl Howard and Larry Wills, never dreamed we'd have the success that Action Uncle has shown us this past year. You've owned a lot of great horses in harness racing, but I got a feeling Action Uncle winning the award here in the state of Ohio is pretty big in your racing career as well. People who know my wife and I, as you look back on the horses we've had, and we've had some grand circuit success, no question about that. But there's nothing like racing at a county fair, racing in Ohio, and racing with friends that uh, you go to the races with. Thrill after thrill, world record after world record. Four world's records in his career as a two-year-old and world records at Northfield and Delaware and Scioto Downs. You had hopes of racing in the Breeders' Crown, but uh, that didn't come out. Well, we came close. We had paid the money in for the supplement fee. And on my way to Columbus, bringing some horses up to Virgil's stable, gave me a call and said, We're give, I'm making the call that no trainer likes to make. He had broken a bone in his foot, and it looks like we're going to lay him off all next year and try to bring him back for the year of 2022. Racing in the Buckeye State is number one as far as brood mares, the breeding program's getting there, the purses are getting there. It speaks volume for the horsemen in the state of Ohio in harness racing. It certainly does, Roger, and certainly the fairs has been why wife and I love to go to the fairs. You know, not only do you race at the fairs, you know where the best cotton candy is, you know where the best fish sandwich is, you bet know where the best uh, meal is, and also the people who go to the races. Whether you're racing for X amount of dollars or racing for a trophy at the fairs, your heart beats just the same coming down the stretch. 
with us today on Top of the Stretch. Melanie Wren, the trainer of this year's three-year-old Philly Trotter of the Year here in the Buckeye State. Guinevere Hall. Kind of a, I don't know if I want to say a mean Philly, but a hard Philly to get along with. But out on the racetrack, your husband did a great job, Peter Wren. Uh, yes, he did. he did. He did a great job campaigning this filly and getting her to the winner's circle every single time. Uh, she she won everything in Ohio, yeah. and then things got a little tougher for her when she went off of when she left the Ohio tracks. I remember for most for the three hundred thousand dollar final at Scioto Downs, and I had the privilege of announcing that race. And it makes it much easier on an announcer if he knows what's going to happen beforehand. <laughs> if I remember correctly, she had an outside post, eight or nine, something like that. And he took her way off the early lead and let the others cut it out. And I knew that that didn't mean nothing. The outside post wouldn't hurt. I think we even talked about that night in the interview. And I knew she would make that charge. Were you ever in doubt as you were watching that race at Scioto? Honestly, Roger, I, like, never take it as a given until they hit the wire. Um, I knew that she's game and that Peter knew what he was doing out there. So um, he got the job done. Guinevere got the job done, and um, we were very grateful. You know, it, it seemed to me that that possibly was the best race she had all year, knowing the fact that she had an outside post, came from well off the, the trot, and got up to get the victory. Uh, those are always exciting ones. I, I truly like to see them race from behind. I get, I get more nervous when they're on the front and just waiting for the horses to catch them than when um, they're working their way up with cover, and um, she really liked those trips. As a four-year-old, what about Guinevere Hall? Guinevere has gone off to be a mom. She's at Hunterton Farms, and um, we're really excited to see the babies that she's going to have. They're going to be fantastic. Um, the owners chose to sell her instead of keeping in, but um, we'll be there to maybe buy her babies. Today on Top of the Stretch, the aged trotter of the year, the Buckeye State, past the vape, is trainer-driver Derek Wadiker. Derek, it's uh, been a great year for your aged trotter. Yeah, it has. For the, for the year everyone has had this year, the things that we've been through, everyone's been through, to come out on top like this makes it special. Your operation is a family operation, isn't it? Yeah, yes, from top to bottom. Uh, our groom, caretaker, Andre Nord, just like family. He's the brother I never had. And uh, my brother who works for Woodland Run, you know what I mean? He, he takes care of us when he can. And then, you know, everything is owned and goes through my dad. And that makes everything special, especially him being a homebred. It makes it that much special. The homebred aspect is number one because you've got to be more proud. It's not a horse you go to the sale and buy or something like that, but one you raised from the very beginning. Right. He was, uh, he was foaled at Spring Haven Farm, Jeff and Sanina Esty, and, I mean, he's been you know, all you can ask for. There's really nothing you can really ask from him. He's, he's been perfect. He shows up every week. He likes his job. There's really not much you can say for him. And he's a horse that makes the driver look good yeah he made me look really good <laughs> we've had a good run there's not too many guys that are 6'2 240 250 pounds that get to drive and do what i did so it was pretty cool then like i said to do it for my dad and be a homebred he's been in the business for years to actually do it for him and be driving when he was three was pretty cool 
Thank you for listening to Top of the Stretch. Top of the Stretch podcasts are a presentation of the Ohio Harness Horsemen's Association. 